York12405. If you want to send us an email to find more information or you have a questions or you have some difficulties you want us to know about and or, or to share with us or to get some uh My name is, and you are listening to WGXC Acre 90.7 FM, which is true. You're listening to WGXC 90.7 FM. My name is Brad Monkel. I'm the host of Ear Candy, which is every second and fourth Thursday of the month from noon to 2 p.m. I interview uh, musicians comedians and uh, a bunch of different kinds of artists and I do what I do because of WGXC uh, thank you to the station and I just wanted to let you know that they are currently doing their winter pledge drive and right now uh, all donations are being matched and a portion of all donations for WGXC are going to help with humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. So please consider becoming a monthly supporter of WGXC today. WGXC underwriting support has been provided by Dedicated Presentation Solutions. Allow DPS to turn your audiovisual how do eyes into here's how you cans. Visit dedicatedpresentation.com or call 845 475 8465 for more information. Dedicated Presentation Solutions, your audiovisual partner. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of FET Press in Hudson, New York. Sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Greene and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a WGXC sustaining supporter by investing in community radio every month. Go to WGXC.org and click Donate. Thank you for your support. You are listening to Transmission Arts Programming on WGXC 90.7 FM. And a good evening to you out there, dear WGXC listeners. You're listening now to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. I'm Amanda. Hi, Jenny. Hi, I'm Jenny. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful to be here with you. So great to be here with you tonight. We're a show, a uh, twice-monthly show, where we talk about movies. We pick out a theme for every episode and watch movies separately around that theme and then surprise each other with what we watched and chat about them. But before we get into that, we have some special, oh my goodness, some special, <laughs> special messaging tonight uh, because we are right now in the winter 2022 pledge drive for sustainers of our wonderful radio station. You dear listener, we are hoping that you might want to become a sustaining supporter if you are not already. Um, that means that uh, you could make a one-time donation or a monthly donation by going to wgxc.org slash donate. Uh, WGXC is just the best. Amanda and I are both sustaining supporters because we love it so much. Um, now's a great time to do it because we are just looking for more support after these hard, these hard couple years. I think a lot of people, um, you know, struggled with money in the last couple of years more than usual. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, WGXC is not alone in that. And so if you have that extra couple bucks a month that you want to toss at your local community radio, where there's never any ads, you hear all kinds of perspectives. Um, you get to hear your neighbors just come on and chat any old time. Uh, it's pretty wonderful. It's like a pretty special thing. It's like we live in a pretty special place because of WGXC. It's true. Exactly what Jenny said. I mean, do you know why most radio stations suck? 
it's because um, they are not independent radio stations and they don't get to play whatever they want or say whatever they want. Uh, and that makes independent radio really special. It's the closest thing you're going to get to radio, how it was depicted in movies that depict <laughs> decades before now. Um, <laughs> and uh, so please keep keep independent radio alive and well, not to mention independent solar powered radio yeah. baby. that's right wgxc slash wave farm uh is going to be solar powered the panels are installed we got this hot off the press this information the panels are installed we are awaiting inspection so we can go baby go and charge those radio waves with the power of the sun truly incredible actually the dream is to send out radio waves using the power of the sun <laughs> oh baby because you know when the mainframe falls down when it all goes baby we're still on their waves we'll still be here wgxc is gonna last through all of it and isn't that so special <laughs> yeah yeah you're not just gonna hear like weird freaky stuff from your bunker <laughs> um <laughs> you're gonna hear a good radio yeah and yeah it will because... also be weird freaky stuff but like the kind that you want to hear <laughs> exactly exactly um <laughs> uh it's just not gonna be it's not won't just be someone like shouting bible verses it'll be right. also like really oh, cool fun radio <laughs> yeah it'll be your, your cute neighbors being like hey did you hear about the water tank down on second street it's available for you to go there now Exactly. I don't know what the future is going to look like in this scenario. So <laughs> I imagine water will be valuable. Uh, one more thing I want to share with you listeners about the current pledge drive is that um, so right now a generous anonymous supporter has pledged to match through March 18th each first month contribution to WGXC with a donation to CNN slash public good campaign supporting humanitarian efforts in Ukraine uh, and or the Come Back Alive, um, the largest foundation providing support to the Ukrainian armed forces. Uh, so that's a really great, a great addition to this. You'll be helping not one great organization, but several. Uh, so please consider making your donation, sorry, your donation before March 18th, so we can make good on that really, really generous match. Um, that is a really exciting thing that's happening right now. Yeah. If not now, when, you know, support, support your local radio now and make, make that dollar count for twice as much. Exactly. Um, all right. So should we tell people real quick about uh, what's in the theaters right now? I think we should. I think we shall. Yes. Yes. Uh, allow me to start. <laughs> please allow me <laughs> ah, after you uh let me tell you a little bit about what's happening at tsl this month uh you know they're constantly playing very many movies so my recommendation to you would be to check out directly at timeandspace.org the calendar but let me just give you a little taste of some things that you might be interested in seeing uh this weekend upcoming we have napoleon in the name of art maiden frida kahlo the Worst Person in the World, and A Coffee in Berlin. Uh, coming up after that, there are sporadic uh, viewings of La Ventura, uh, Botticelli, colon, Florence and the Medici, <laughs> <laughs> The Hitchhiker, uh, and Beauty and the Beast with live music. So, I, you know, there's just so many amazing events happening at TSL all the time and their times are always changing. So my, my suggestion to you again would be to head on over to timeandspace.org if any of those movies are like ringing a gentle bell for you and you'd like to see them. Oh, amazing. TSL is a really wonderful treasure that we have much like WGXC, the radio yes. station you're currently listening to <laughs> that you can donate to uh, at WGXC.org slash donate. Become a sustaining supporter today. Um, I'm going to tell you what's playing at the Wyndham Movie Theater in Wyndham, New York, which also has a subway and a Carvel and Airbnbs <laughs> inside of it and miniature golf and a laundromat. Um, <laughs> so at the Wyndham Theater, uh, the show times for uh, these are, are the movies showing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm stumbling over my words tonight. <laughs> we have The Batman, Uncharted and dog <laughs> that's <Is> that it <laughs> <laughs> full stop 
Those are your options. Do not so seek sorry, any I should have tapered off maybe more. <laughs> really? Really just severed that. <laughs> Don't ask any further questions. Um, I can also just jump right over to tell you what's playing at both upstate films locations. Uh, the one is in Saugerties, New York, and the other is in Rhinebeck, New York. Um, so in Saugerties right now, we have the Oscar shorts in animation, the Oscar shorts live action, Beans, The Beans. Batman, Cyrano, The Worst Person in the World, and Dog. And then at the Star Cinema in Rhinebeck, we have Jockey, three films by Omar Amirale, Oscar Shorts Animation, Oscar Shorts Live Action, The Worst Person in the World, and Drive My Car. You can find out more about what's playing at Upstate Films by going to upstatefilms.org. And you can also find more about what's playing at the Wyndham Movie Theater um, by going to windhammoviestheater.org, uh, windhamtheater.org. <laughs> and that is W-I-N-D-H-A-M, uh, windhamtheater.org windhamtheater.org. Uh, please allow me to tell you about the movies playing at the Crandall in Chatham right now. Guess what? Much like TSL, they play lots and lots and lots of movies, so I can't name them <laughs> all, but I will give you just a little overview. Yes. Uh, so coming up, we have Flea, we have Belfast, we have The Worst Person in the World, West Side Story still hanging out there, one final showing of Dune for those of you who still haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luana colon a yak in the classroom uh the power of the dog thrilling don't mm. look up drive my car a fish called Wanda uh something called ascension and a couple other things licorice pizza looks like it's coming back there again for some more oh, so we got fun. there's just a ton there's so much you could see anything that you wanted to see there oh looks like gosh. in April they're playing the godfather oh, God, the godfather a movie I've never seen <laughs> I haven't either. Too long. I don't know. It's probably really good. I hear it's people great. like it. Yeah. For me, a fr the person on the radio <laughs> telling you that I have a movie show and that I you should listen to me is also telling you like, that the Godfather, Godfather looks too long. <laughs> looks long. I hear it's great, but you know who's got the time? Maybe we do in April. Anyway, yeah. uh, if you'd like to learn specific specificities about these show times or uh, you know, figure out which of these incredible movies you'd like to see, you can go head on over to crandalltheater.org and that is theater with an R-E. So be careful. Ooh, you okay, know, it's a little, yeah. they're a little fancy over there. Ooh, yeah, careful. Uh, but yeah, it's really, they. it's really wild how many different movies they show there. <laughs> it's every time I'm surprised, even though <laughs> I look at it every two weeks. <laughs> it's, it's so special. Oh gosh, we got to keep those theaters alive too. All right, one last one, speaking of, we're going to tell you what's at the Spotlight Cinemas, otherwise known as the 8-plex on Fairview Avenue or the Hudson 8. Um, that is the 8-screen movie theater on Fairview Avenue in Hudson. Um, we have Hotel Transylvania, colon, Transformania, <laughs> The Batman, Dog, Moonfall, Uncharted, Mary me death on the nile scream jackass forever clifford the big red dog west side story ghostbusters afterlife sing Two, encanto and spider-man no way home that's a lot of movies wow, they still have a lot um, of those too wow yeah right so you can find more about showtimes at spotlightcinemas.com Alrighty. I'm still kind of not sure that Clifford the Big Red Dog is a real movie. I feel like until a, until somebody yeah. tells me otherwise, I'm just not going to believe it. It looks terrible. It looks yeah. truly awful. <laughs> now we get to the opinion part of the show. Guess what? It looks <laughs> not bad. all movies are good. <laughs> not all movies are good. And I'm not even going to see it. Um, <laughs> uh, just before we get into our theme tonight, which, like I said at the top of the show, Jenny and I are on here very gratefully uh, every second and fourth Tuesday of the month from seven to eight, uh, where we pick a theme and then watch movies before the show and then surprise each other with what we watched and talk about them. It's really all about the fun. 
Um, and before we get into it, I just want to say again that this is the WGXC Winter 2022 Pledge Drive, and it would really mean a lot to us and many, many, many other programmers if you would consider donating um, once, sure, but even better, becoming a sustaining supporter. Uh, it can be, you can start really low, $5, whatever, um, but you will you will really be doing a lot of good. This station does a lot more than uh, allow uh, two, two kids to muck around <laughs> on the airwaves. It, it actually does do really incredible, powerful things for our community. Um, uh, least of all, just, just keeping people connected and informed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to keep it around and we are talking to you tonight, directly to you, beautiful, wonderful, unique, and kind listener and asking you to please donate by going to WGXC.org slash donate. Uh, it's just a really, really special place. I love it so much. Um, something interesting to think about is that $10 a month is just 35 cents a day. If you're into those like funny little breakdowns. Damn, uh, And Jenny. that just seems really uh, uh, achievable, I think, uh. for, <laughs> for, some, for some folks. Obviously not for everybody, but if that's something that feels like, you know what, I do have 35 cents every day just rattling around in my pocket. Maybe I should toss that over to WGXC because it's just, it's really, there is no other place like it. And I just love, it keeps people connected. You get to hear the news. You get to hear really specific, unbiased news, which is incredible and incredibly rare. Yeah. Um, and it's also just like, it's a place where literally anybody can have their voice heard at any time. You give us a call and your voice will be on the airwaves. It's really amazing. Uh, and I just think that that's something that's really worth protecting and supporting. Yeah, hugely, hugely. Uh, I think it's among many, many of the things that we should be um, fighting to keep around with tooth and nail. Yes. Um, so please consider once again to donate to WGXC, become a sustaining supporter and go to WGXC.org slash donate. Or you can pick up the phone. Yeah. Call 518-697-7400 and pledge a one-time gift or a sustaining donor amount. So All fun. Right. Love that. <laughs> Just like the olden days. I know. It's so fun. So many good <laughs> memories calling into the radio stations and you can still do it. Um, okay. Tonight we have a really excellent theme. I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it, it's hard to find to Google movies for this theme because the internet gets confused about what you're asking for. Jenny, what's tonight's theme? Why tonight's theme is books, but don't get it twisted. We are not talking about book adaptations, movies that have been adapted from books. We are talking about movies that just have a book in them. And that book is important in yes. some way. Yes. <laughs> um, the one of the only helpful lists I saw on the internet was one on IMDb that was titled movies where a book is the star <laughs> or, yes. or I think like movies character. where a book is a character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, My favorite character in this movie is the book. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, So, you know, I think there's probably a lot of really excellent examples that we uh, won't talk about tonight because on this show, we try to, we we strive to watch things that we haven't seen before because it's more fun for us. Um, So, you know, we, of course, all love book from Hocus Pocus. (laughs) The first Um, thing I always think of when I hear the word book. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, uh, never ending story mm-hmm. <laughs> and perhaps, um, Harry Potter, <laughs> I wrote in my notes is Harry Potter two, but Harry it's... Potter two, the squeakle, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keep Harry on Potter and the ch- <laughs> exactly, uh, more magic this time, um, <laughs> Harry Potter and the chamber of secrets, which is about a scary diary among many other things. Uh, the notebook which is also about a scary diary is the uh, note is there a book in the notebook oh baby it's the notebook <laughs> you know i have seen it and yet i don't recall such i only recall him writing letters every day for a year <laughs> that also happens and it's a beautiful moment 
<laughs> yeah, of course. No, the notebook is he writes it. I also have only seen it once and I haven't seen it since it came out. But I'm pretty sure the notebook is a book that he writes because she's suffering from Alzheimer's right. and for their life. So the notebook is the story of their lives. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? When I was thinking about this theme too, I was trying to differentiate between again, like we said, not not movies that are adaptations of books and also not movies where someone is reading the book to someone else and then it goes mm. into the movie like the princess bride mm -hmm. right. you know not, like, not I, just as like a framing device exactly exactly so i guess maybe the notebook falls under the framing device category so get out of here notebook never <laughs> you're mind you're not invited <laughs> it does feel like the i mean the easiest way to search for this is to look for books movies where there's like an evil book an evil book that causes problems you know <laughs> no i know exactly it's most often either um a yeah it's most often an evil book or some kind of fantasy book which mostly happens to be evil yeah because <laughs> i was i kept i was making a list of ones and i was like okay these are the ones that i've seen but i can't do them because I just, it's not, it's not what we hear. It's not what we're here to do. And I was like, okay, the mummy. So there's the yep. book of the dead and you can't do that. No. Uh, the, obviously the Necronomicon from the evil the, dead. From the evil dead, which um, the Necronomicon, oh, so good. <laughs> and then the other one that I was like, oh, the Babadook. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you can't read exactly. these books. Bad things happen. That's it's a actually, bad, bad book. And it keeps coming back. <laughs> it turns out these are all like anti-literacy movies. I know. I know. <laughs> actually, this you just saying anti-literacy movies <laughs> let me might i jump in with the first thing that i watched for this please with a very pro-literacy one absolutely um, aka the only non-horror movie i watched for this um so i watched 1994's the page master Ooh. um which is an animated movie by 20th century fox so it's not Disney and it's not Don Bluth um, <laughs> and it stars Macaulay Culkin um, and a truly stacked cast we got we got Christopher Lloyd we got Whoopi Goldberg we got Ed Begley Jr. we got Sir Patrick Stewart wow. Leonard Nimoy wow yeah um, and a lot of these are voice actors because it is a half animated movie or mostly animated movie I guess but it starts out and ends live action um this is a movie I did not grow up watching because I was afraid to see it or maybe saw parts of it and it freaked me out because um as a child and still as an adult I find myself quite uneasy with the um animation and live action in one yes situation makes me feel a little queasy a little um scared I, I share this feeling <laughs> yeah so but this one actually I'm really glad that I rewatched it because it was really cute and sweet um so uh Macaulay Culkin stars as a little boy named Rich who is terrified of pretty much doing everything he like helmets goggles bit like his bike is fixed out with um, a beeper and all these like flashlights and stuff Ed Begley Jr., his dad is building him in a treehouse, and he's like, uh uh, dad, I'm like, not gonna go in that treehouse so high up. And, you know, he's full of statistics about accidents and he's afraid of life. Um, and one day his dad is like, all right, buddy, you can do this. Ride your bike down to the hardware store, get me another bag of nails for the, the treehouse. Uh, you got this. And while he's riding his bike, a big old storm starts. And he takes shelter in the library. Oh, yeah. And the librarian is Christopher Lloyd, who gives him a, his very first library card. And he's like, listen, man, I'm like not here to read. I just want to get home and call my parents. And Christopher Lloyd sends him down the hall toward the public telephone. But it sends him into this magic room where all of a sudden, he uh, he slips on some rainwater and passes out. When he wakes up, everything starts to melt into an animated world. And a wizard called the Page Master <laughs> appears, who looks suspiciously like Christopher Lloyd. Um, and 
he basically goes on a wonderful animated adventure where he meets these little animated books that represent certain genres and they take him through all of these literary adventures while he's trying to exit the library um and it's it's really beautiful and it truly is just about the um all the adventures that you can go on through the magic of of story and reading um and you know how you can uh find courage in in books that's so beautiful oh my god it actually really is i love the inciting incident being like okay time to get a library card it's like so cute oh man i never really sweet I can't believe I've never seen that, especially as like a real like book kid. Like yeah. that just sounds like it really would have been right up my alley. But yep. uh, man, gotta watch the Page Master. <laughs> yeah, it's really really good. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia because it is one. It's one of those weird sleeper animated yeah. movies um, from that time, and it seems like uh, the same. Yeah, so it was a co-production between 20th Century Fox and Turner Feature Animation, which also did a, mo- did a movie that I saw and liked as a kid, but was also very uncomfortable and did very poorly called Cats Don't Dance. <laughs> oh, no. So I was watching the weird ones. <laughs> um, oh, boy. But yeah, I highly recommend The Page Master. Um, it is not streaming for free presently um i will look up right now where you can watch it you can rent it on um youtube and apple tv and amazon prime uh but it's really sweet it's goofy of course it's like weird and silly but Whoopi goldberg plays the fantasy book and patrick stewart plays the adventure book and you know they they go like yeah they it's really it's beautiful it's a beautiful oh. sweet movie and I was really happy to watch it <laughs> wow oh my god okay gotta watch the page master I've definitely heard of it but I for some reason I really thought it was something else <laughs> it yeah. just sounds sounds a lot more sinister <laughs> right <laughs> but, well, but like, he is literally a master of pages so it's not actually like <laughs> it I know. makes sense I don't know why I thought it was so freaky and was like because you know in the future I've talked about this so many times and one day we're gonna do it we've always talked about doing a unsettling kids movie theme show and I was gonna watch it for that because I remember it being unsettling and it's really not more unsettling than any other kids movie it's just the animation Um, gotcha (laughs) yeah which is actually like totally fine and lovely too it's really I don't know. It's I don't know why I felt so upset. Maybe it was the books, like the animated books. Like I'm not really into inanimate objects coming alive, as we know from the other movie that upsets me, The Brave Little Toaster. Yes. So maybe it's the books coming alive. I don't know. So, something don't just know. didn't hit right when you were a kid. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. Great. I'm I'm excited to hear this. Um. I, too, only watched one non-horror movie because (laughs) it's really hard to find non-horror movies that aren't, like, the kids' movies that we already described. Exactly. Um, The bad news is there wasn't a book in it. (laughs) The good news is is it was the best movie that I watched, so I'm going to tell you about it anyway. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's a surprise. I cannot wait to hear um, so I watched a movie that came out a couple years ago that I really meant to see when it came out, but I just never got around to it called, can you ever forgive me? Um, did you, oh, do you yeah. remember that one? Yeah. I heard about it. Yeah. So it's from 2018. It is, um, it was, it was nominated for three Oscars. I don't think it won any of them though. Um, yeah. but it's a not mm, like dra- dramatization. What is the word for this? A fictionalized biography movie. <laughs> semi-fiction semi-non-fiction movie about a real person um who was named lee israel who is a writer uh Mm. and this so i the things that i knew about this movie and the reason that i watched it were lee israel's a writer and i know that she writes a book during this movie (laughs) and i know that (laughs) uh, she's played by melissa mccarthy and the other main character is played by richard e grant and that was the only thing i knew about it so i was like there's got to be a book in this one yeah bad news there are no books (laughs) (laughs) um it is 
surround like every room she enters is full of books there are books all around her she goes to like special libraries several times and she is a writer so I feel like you know we have the atmosphere if not the literal (laughs) plot device yeah it's you know yeah they're not literal characters (laughs) no (laughs) I mean the page masters may be one of the only ones where they the books are actually characters (laughs) right totally but I just I you know I just I misunderstood the plot of this film no no it's okay I also watched one where it didn't apply it was actually just about a writer yeah (laughs) like exactly yeah Yeah. I thought that well so here's the thing I thought that she would be writing a book during the movie but instead she's writing letters which is like you know if if you really think about it a very very small books Jenny (laughs) Jenny very 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 not until they're collected not until they're collected in a book that's called a collection of letters (laughs) well okay (laughs) No, no, no. It's okay. I'm still happy to hear about literally anything you watch. Okay. So can you ever forgive me? It's great. It's a great movie. It's from 2018. Um, Melissa McCarthy plays Lee Israel, who is this woman. Um, the movie takes place during the early nineties and she was a writer basically from, if you want to say like the late seventies through until her death, which was in sometime in the aughts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is, she is like, pretty frumpy she's like really grouchy she does not like anybody she has no friends because she's pushed pushed everybody away from her Mm -hmm. um and she is at this breaking point basically where she can't afford her rent or anything her cat is sick and she can't afford the medicine um and she gets fired from her job for like her outbursts Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so she has to figure out a way to get some cash fast and while she's researching her new book which she's a bestseller, but nobody really likes to read her stuff because she writes boring biographies. <laughs> she's researching her next person and she finds an authentic letter that has been like misfiled in the wrong place and she takes it to a rare bookstore to sell it. And she realizes mm-hmm. that she can get a lot of cash if she like doctors it very slightly. And therefore she begins <laughs> this scam where she starts selling false letters to rare book dealers. Um, because she's an incredible writer and like the thing that she's great at is like disappearing into the person she's writing about and like using their voice and so she's like amazing at totally like aping these people and pretending to be them and then getting like a couple hundred bucks (laughs) so like she's not even trying to get wealthy she's just trying to pay her rent like buy her cat's medicine yeah um but it's really fun. It's so like, she's really charming, even though she's a nightmare person. Um, <laughs> and her, the, the other main character who is in most of the movie is played by Richard E. Grant. Um, and he is like insanely charismatic. Which I love him already. So that doesn't hurt, but like, yeah. he's just so charming in it. Um, and the two of them together, they're like back and forth is really fun. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it's a great movie about like, early 90s New York City um like broke dirt bags trying to make it in the world and I just like I really liked it I thought can you ever forgive me it was really good I hear um, it's great yeah it was great I really I really enjoyed it um ve- like very quiet movie but like st- still very funny it's the kind of thing that makes me think of like oh next time I'm sick I'm probably gonna watch this because it's just like feels nice to me to to, mm-hmm. to enter that world yeah um yeah totally fun not very many books just I mean just books as just <laughs> books as decoration books all around us but I love it um I mean I do love a movie about a counterfeiter same I really do. it's I so really fun do. Yeah, yeah it's so fun and like her whole deal is just like so entertaining to watch because she is just so curmudgeonly um and especially the the comparison with Richard E. Grant who is like the most charismatic dirtbag like the two of them together are just like it's great I really enjoyed uh. it love it love it yeah nice (sighs) but yeah no Um, books so if you're looking for like a book to cause a problem the books don't cause the problems (laughs) (laughs) um I want to tell you about a movie that I realized last minute actually does fall into this category that I watched a while ago um and I'm really excited I I loved it it's a it's a sweet simple little piece nothing much to talk about but it's just it's really good um uh our good old necronomicon that we're so familiar with from the evil dead that 
nasty little piece of work uh, book shows up in a lot of things. It's not limited to the Evil Dead world. It's uh, classically in a lot of HP Lovecraft as well. Mm. And the movie I'm about to talk about features the Necronomicon and is uh, not only a movie about the Necronomicon, but also uh, an adaptation of an HP Lovecraft book. So I'm going to talk about uh, 1970s The Dunwich Horror, which is based Ooh. off of HP Lovecraft's The Dunwich Horror. Yes. Um, and it's about, it stars Dean Stockwell and Sandra D. Uh, and Dean Stockwell, might I say, is looking real good <laughs> in this. Something about like 70s male actors with that like sheepy curl. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how I love. Absolutely. Like Donald you know, Sutherland. Yeah, like Donald yeah. Sutherland. I'm like, look at your sweet, your sweet, funny little curls. Yes. Um, so uh, the Dunwich Horror starts out at Miskatonic Institute, or sorry, Miskatonic University, which also oh pops up in a lot of H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> um, and a young man played by Dean Stockwell named Wilbur Wheatley tries to steal a very, very rare book from the library that's in a glass case, which is the Necronomicon. Um and he does successfully steal it by, um, well, he, he starts out by going to the library and witnessing two female students with their professor looking over the book. And he asks them some questions about it. Um, and he seduces one of the students, played by Sandra D. who her character's name is Nancy. Um, and he seduces her and gets away with stealing the book um, from the library to use for his own nefarious purposes because Wilbur Wheatley is um, from the strange and mysterious Wheatley family who have a long history of uh, satanic and dark occult rituals. Of course. Uh, occult. Occult. Um, <laughs> um, and his uh, poor sweet Nancy is being duped into what she thinks is a romantic relationship but is really... Um, uh, Wilbur Wheatley has has some plans for her in his ultimate ritual after he is now stolen the Necronomicon. Uh, and I don't want to give away too much. Um, I mean, I guess I can. It's a movie from 1970, but I did not rewatch <laughs> it right before this. But it ultimately, it's cut and dry. It's a great movie, but, you know, this is a beautiful blonde, stone altar. <laughs> Um, we know where this is going <laughs> we all know where this is going um and then it's got some really really fun effects um mm -hmm. some really really fun very trippy effects uh wilbur has a sibling from the opening scene is his mother giving birth in a ritual ceremony of course and he has a sibling that stays locked in the upstairs of this massive house that he lives in with his strange grandfather um and the sibling is not human let's just say <laughs> uh, the dunwich horror is streaming on uh pluto tv for free and also um on amazon prime with a premium subscription and for rent on apple tv but a lot a lot of fun like i said mostly for those great great 1970s effects um and cute but also bad dean stockwell <laughs> um bad. like you and um like many uh culty scary people very very charming and charismatic oh but yes up up to no good <laughs> um but yeah just a yet another another movie that involves the necronomicon <laughs> <laughs> um can i tell you about one of the horror movies that I watched. The better of the two, I would say. I watched two horror movies that were both, like, pretty straightforward. Um, exactly the things that I thought would happen happened. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, okay, great. Um, but the better one that I saw was a movie called I, Madman. What? <laughs> From 1989. It's, it's weird because it seems like it's a movie that not that many people have seen or heard of. But it's definitely, it feels like it really fits with a very specific genre of, like, late 80s, early 90s, like, pulpy horror. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, why had I never heard of this one? It's pretty yeah. fun. It's um, 
it's very silly. It felt like the perfect drive-in movie. Like I'm now, now I'm going to bide my time until um, Dead Till Dawn plays this because it is like, it would be so perfect for that. Um, Cause it's actually, I mean, it's, I would argue that it's pretty good. It just has a couple things that are like pretty silly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But so I madman, it's I comma madman <laughs> <laughs> to be very clear. Is a movie from 1989, directed by Tibor Tkach, maybe? I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Okay. Um, I believe he's Polish. Uh, but it is a horror slash semi-comedy, kind of a black comedy in some ways, <laughs> um, about a woman named Virginia who works at a bookstore. Um, and she finds this book written by this guy named Malcolm Brand. Um, called, oh my God, what is it called? It's, oh, is it the one that you put in yes. our post? <laughs> it's, it's like a, a spooky name. Um, oh my god, I should have written it down because it is so funny to me. Much of madness, more of sin. <laughs> uh, and it's like a very like silly, pulpy horror novel. But she really likes it because it's it's also kind of emotional. And she's like, you know what? This guy's got something. And so she finds out that he has one other book, but she can't find it anywhere. Um, until one day it just appears at her doorstep and she's like oh weird somebody must have known that I wanted to see this and the second book is called I Madman (laughs) so Virginia gets really into reading she's like it's late at night she turns out the lights she's just reading her little book by her bedside and the movie does this thing where it goes back and forth between depicting what's happening in the book kind of like what we were saying with the princess bride but also showing what's happening to her and kind of flipping back and forth between them but she plays both characters so it feels very dreamlike and she's obviously like inserting herself into the narrative to like you know as as one does when you're reading a book mm-hmm. um but things start to happen and she notices that they are the things that she's reading about in her book oh. <laughs> and they're happening in real life <laughs> so you know she walks past a newspaper stand and there's a top story of a murder that's exactly the same murder as the one she read in the book i madman the night before and she's like what is going on and so she starts to put together these pieces and is like i'm being followed by this guy who's the scary main character of this book who is this tall man in a big black cloak and the uh, bottom half of his face is covered by like a cowl because he cut off his own nose and mouth so he like keeps it covered and she keeps seeing him everywhere and she's like no he's the character from the book how could he be here uh and so as you could guess things escalate from there as the as as she continues to read the book and worse things happen they start to follow her scary Um, but it's fun it's like she she's also dating a detective and so she like asks him for help and he starts to try and investigate it with her even though he kind of thinks she's crazy but he loves her so he does it anyway um and it doesn't I actually really expected it to do the very classic thing of everybody starting to suspect her of like the horrible murders that start happening but nobody does they're all just like she's just a little crazy but she didn't do anything wrong (laughs) (laughs) um But it's really fun. It has, like, really fun late 80s special effects. Like, the gore is pretty good. Mm. Um, There's this really funny, in the first book, the first Malcolm Brand book, there's, like, this weird little creature that is apparently, like, the villain or whatever. And there's, like, a claymation stop motion. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, like, a handful of shots of that, like, funny little creature. And it's just, like, it's so, so nice to see those again. (laughs) I know. Um, but my favorite scene, which was the thing that made me go like, I Madman is good, <laughs> is really early in the beginning. Um, she, Virginia has her boyfriend over and they're like about to make love. They're having a little sexy time in her window, like like laying in her bed next to the window. Uh-huh. Um, and the there's this like gentle little tinkling piano music going on. And then it slowly pans away from them and to the window and across the street to where a piano repairman is playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's really amazing. <laughs> wow. And of course, he, the piano repa- repairman comes back later because she has to see him out her window while he 
you know, is the victim of another grisly murder. Oh, um, yeah. But it's so, it was so funny. <laughs> it's just like the pan from the sex scene and it was like, oh no, the music is happening. Oh in no, the you scene. thought it was soundtrack, but no, that's it not. It is not. She just lives across the street from a piano repairman. Who's like, just like twinkling on the music. <laughs> it's so good. Making sure sexy it works. <laughs> yeah it was so good yeah so it's really fun it's like super pulpy um the main character is played by jenny wright who i kind of recognized i know she's in near dark i think she's in a bunch of stuff okay um and she is incredibly beautiful and very charming um and like not great at acting is she the girl the main the main girl she's the main girl in near dark yeah yeah. okay yeah she is incredibly beautiful and not very good at acting yeah yeah it's okay um, yeah it's totally fine she, i mean she carries it anyway i yeah, find exactly. captivating regardless exactly she does great um yeah but yeah it's where, really fun where is it streaming so it's streaming on tubi um for free and that's it <laughs> that's the only place perfect yeah perfect and that's uh that's i mad man which i enjoyed very much it was like this is very silly it's like a tight like 85 minutes or something uh, which was like oh you love to see it goes it does exactly what you want it to do it's very silly it's very cute perfect I way shorter than much. a book which is way why i don't like <laughs> yeah. also oh my god that's actually the other thing the books so so there's two books by this guy malcolm brand and they're so thin like, it's really, it's like, it looks like a grade re- like a grade school reader like a boxcar kid yeah it's like a 50 page book and i'm like how is it taking you so long to get through this dude like, oh honey yeah <laughs> but uh but it's really cute yeah I really I really enjoyed I Mad Man it was kind of an an out of left field but like very much of a type with like late 80s early 90s like pulpy movies and I was like man I miss these this is a good I can't believe I've never heard of this one so fun I mean I think that's why this this genre I really enjoy it is because um yeah there's a lot of just really fun fun movies like a lot of them are kind of 80s silly whatever but yeah. there's a lot of fun movies that came out of this genre um and within this we're we're calling it a genre movies about books <laughs> movies where a book is a character there seems to be much like i madman a whole subset subsect that's just um movies where uh someone is copycatting the crimes yes from a book whether it's real or supernatural um and uh the next movie i'm going to talk about is about that it's not maybe what you think it is um it's i watched dario argento's tenebrae oh that's not what i was thinking it was gonna be i know what you were thinking was you were thinking i was gonna start talking about a little author called sutter kane (laughs) no no, i thought you were gonna talk about the dark half which is the other crappy one i watched oh the dark half is so bad it's really bad (laughs) also a movie that i watched half of and then was like this is not about a book this is about a writer i know um, no 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 i'm i'm so sorry no please <laughs> ahead i would... of myself <laughs> back up um i was really excited to watch tenebrae because i love argento and i have never seen this it's always been on my list i know it's good and gory it's less supernatural than some of his other movies it's more giallo strictly giallo and it um it is not supernatural at all mm-hmm. uh and it's very bloody and wonderful for me a person who loves a bloody gory movie um, it's about an American author named Peter Neal, who writes violent uh, novels, and he is in touring Italy to promote his latest book, which is called Tenebrae, which every time I look it up, uh, it's like Tenebrae starts April 14th. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. It's a weird Christian holiday. So, oh, so <laughs> <what>? <laughs> yeah. So he's he's in Rome promoting his latest work, Tenebrae, and almost right as he arrives, some murders start to happen that are copycatting the murders in his book. Uh, young women are getting killed with um, a straight razor. And uh, so right as kind of right as he gets to Rome with his beautiful assistant, um, Anne, <laughs> he, uh, he gets contacted by the police and they ask for help. Um, in the case because i guess kind of right away he has an alibi because he just showed up and someone got killed Mm -hmm. kind of right before he got there um and so he decides to help them with the murders and really yet again another uh kind of cut and dry story a lot of i love giallo movies a lot of them are 
really atmospheric and kind of confusing to me a person who is not Italian and from the 70s <laughs> and, but like in a way where I find it really pleasurable where I'm like oh it's like they're so beautiful they're so yeah. they're, they look so good nothing makes sense the first person who gets killed is a woman who's trying to shoplift the novel Tenebrae and like they're just they're so the movies are so sexy for no reason I love it like yeah. <laughs> the, she gets caught shoplifting and she's like, oh, come on, like, don't arrest me. Like, here's my address. Like, why don't you just come over later and like, we'll like sort this out. <laughs> so and then good. she just gets murdered when she goes home. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's just, just some sexy lady getting murdered. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, basically the bottle, the bodies are piling up and the author is trying to figure out what along with the police is trying to figure out what's going on um he's having kind of a flirty relationship with his beautiful assistant who um they both keep referring to um he he's recently separated from his fiance jane who we actually know is secretly following him through rome because she's very embittered um but peter and Anne are starting to kind of have a thing um and admittedly, I didn't pay attention to maybe some spots that were really vital because I was working, but I'm going to give a spoiler, uh, spoiler alert here. Slam it. All right. So um, Peter and his other assistant, this young guy, they, they, find, they basically figure out where the killer might live, um, but then they see that killer get killed um crazy I turns know. out it's somebody else it's somebody else and um it's maybe jane <laughs> <laughs> but also it so the final final scene setup right jane calls Anne and she's like i'm ready to tell people what i've done um like and i'm so upset i'm gonna kill myself if you don't come over here and Anne's like, Jane, it's cool. I'm coming. Don't worry. But right when Jane hangs up the phone, an axe comes through the window and cuts off her arm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it's not, you know, Jane is not the person who wielding Jane that either. axe. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Uh-oh, it's Peter Neal <gasps> this whole time. Before we know this, we go over to the house um, or sorry, we, when we find this out, you know, we have Anne, the police investigator and Peter at the house. We find out that Peter is the killer because he's caught red handed at this scene, but before they can get him, he cuts his own throat and then, uh Oh, they come back for the body and he's gone because <gasps> it was a prop. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. But don't worry. Some more bloody gross stuff. happens. <laughs> And the movie ends with Anne screaming in the rain. Wow, love that. <laughs> so jello. I it's so jello. I love I love it so much. I actually really miss when Dead Till Dawn, as you talked about, used to play more jellos, which yeah. again are just sexy crimson red blood totally. what's going on you know? like i'm not sure but everything's really beautiful to look at yeah <laughs> so yeah. not upset i yeah exactly Ugh. um so that's tenebrae dear listeners tonight here you are i'm not good at describing movies i'm so sorry i'm glad you're here <laughs> um please keep me on the air <laughs> <laughs> explaining <laughs> movies poorly <laughs> maybe we'll get better at it if you continue to let us do it <laughs> exactly in all seriousness i hope that you're able to have a chuckle along with us as i on a night after i come home from my nine to five stumble through <laughs> the explanation of a movie just barely explaining why i liked it and why i'm talking about it in the first place um <laughs> i hope that you are able to find some joy in that. I I certainly do. And we want to stay on the air. Could you maybe just go to WGXC.org slash donate and uh, become a sustaining supporter today. It really means a lot. And there are great, great shows and programmers that are a part of this station who are doing amazing things. 
Truly, yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you tuning in to listen to us two clowns. <laughs> our, our, our gentle buffoonery, but you know it's wgxc is really i just can't stress it enough it's really unique and it's there's just not that many other uh stations out there anymore like this and so if you like what we do or even if you don't really like what we do but you like what the station does you could go on over to wgxc.org slash donate and toss a couple coins in our hat it's really nice it's really easy nothing's holding you back yeah just go on and do it it's great yep and every penny just makes goes toward making sure that the station is is running smoothly and doing what it does best. All the programmers are volunteer and happy to be so mm-hmm. um, because it just brings us a lot of joy to be able to be a part of something as special as this. Um, Truly. We'd love to have it continue. Yeah. Come on out. Jenny, do you have any more books about movies? I did a oh, horrible <laughs> job at explaining Tenebrae, which is a really great. great movie. Well, um, and but you I know what? Like... <laughs> it's good that I did a bad job because you get to now find out, you know, the twisty story yourself. Right. Um, it's also like that's know. part of it. You know, it's it, the plot. Plots are not as interesting or as important as just, you know, getting across like, hey, this thing I thought was cool and you might like it, too. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, the bad news is the only other one I watched was The Dark Half, which indeed was not very good. It's (laughs) It's so long. It's two hours long. I was like, why? That's why I also, I didn't finish it. And then um, actually today I I had the pleasure of working from home and I did watch the second half. And I was like, why did I bother? Did you watch the the dark half of The Dark Half? I watched The Dark Half of The Dark Half. I will say the last scene was pretty fun. Um, I mean, I don't even want to bother describing the dark half to you. It's an adaptation of a Stephen King book. Look it up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's directed by George Romero, which is interesting. I know um, sometimes great greats just don't do that. Just great. don't do it. There's two good scenes in the flick. There's one at the very beginning when they do a little brain surgery on a kid, and there's like a gross eyeball inside his brain. And then there's a great scene at the end where sparrows destroy a man. <laughs> And those are the only scenes worth watching, in my opinion. Danny, you have such a beautiful way with words. I can't believe it sometimes. <laughs> Sparrows destroy a man. It's just exactly what happens. I know. I, I mean, I don't know because I never finished it. <laughs> I think it's to. one of those movies that I've also maybe seen before and are like erased completely. <laughs> yeah. um, I think in the remaining uh minutes of this episode is there i had two questions to, yeah. to wrap it up for us tonight Hit me, um, and just one of them was because this is kind of a narrow genre um are there any other famous movies about books that we want to mention um and one that i want to mention <laughs> is one that i also did not finish and i also pretty sure i've seen before and is also a movie by a great director that is not great is in the mouth of madness <laughs> oh i was on carpenter I, movie <laughs> i was about to that was going to be the thing that i mentioned also it's like we must pay lip service to in the mouth of madness which yeah. i saw for the first time two years ago on halloween and i thought it was really good i liked it a lot actually i think it's really fun and i definitely don't dislike it i think it's <laughs> one of those movies that if John Carpenter's name wasn't attached to it I would like it a lot more I'd be more willing to like be like you crazy thing what are you doing like I'm having fun with this yeah Um, it has a lot of like really excellent spooky visuals but um, totally in the mouth of madness is a book about um a a mysterious author named Sutter Kane who writes horror novels that really possess people, um, <laughs> including the insurance agent that's gone looking for him. <laughs> it's really fun. I don't. I I find it to be so weird that I really enjoy it and thought it was and thought it was really good. But I think I also um, I was very prepared for that because I had waited so long to watch it. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I think the Amanda slaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's extremely weird. It's um, it's definitely worth the watch. Um, also, another evil book, and I this movie is really good. Um, it had it, <laughs> the Ninth Gate, Polanski, oh. Johnny Depp. You have to be able to get oh, no. down with a movie featuring two abusers. But you know what? Hey, step carefully in Hollywood if you don't want that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, Brutal. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> the Ninth Gate is really good, though. It's, um, gosh, let me look up the year. Um, 
but it's about a rare book dealer who is tasked with authenticating a book um, called The Ninth Gate. I'm pretty sure that is, um, yeah, the ninth, the book is called the nine, the nine Gates of the Kingdom of Shadows. And he's tasked with um, authenticating it because it's one of three copies and the owner believes that only one of the three is real and it's a book that is supposedly co-authored by satan himself Um, and it's a cool it's a cool one because it is it's a return to like early career polanski's movies like rosemary's baby where it is supernatural um 